Well, welcome, friends, to From Busy to Rich with Wes Young, a podcast designed to inspire advisors like you to increase their profitability and your quality of life. So we've explored this idea of traveling light our last few episodes, and we've mentally set ourselves up to you know do things as practical as just how do you attack the day, and also some some bigger things like how do you have a better and bigger vision for your and clearer vision for your life. And today we're going to get really practical, and we're going to talk about some tools. An example of this is. You know, you could use your hands to dig a hole or you could use a shovel, right? And if someone really cares about you and they're watching you dig with your hands, you could say, hey, here's a shovel because I care about you. So today we're going to give you some shovels. We're going to talk about some tools to help you travel light. So with that, I want to go ahead and welcome Justin to our show. Justin, good to see you. It's good to see you as well, sir. And if you can't see Justin, you can go to the YouTube channel and actually see Justin. Uh, You know, handsome as usual, my friend. Uh, And Wes, how are you, my friend? I'm fantastic. I like the blue theme you have going on today. Thank you. Thank you. I got my special. This is the Christmas uh, party jacket we got last year. So I'm yeah. um, pretty excited about that. Uh, I did. I had a funny Christmas party moment here in the office where I complimented someone else's. I won't even say what it was, but I was like, hey, that's really nice. And they go, yeah, don't go buy one. And I was like, oh, I know what we're getting for Christmas now. <laughs> Great. Uh, anyway, so because uh, it was a really practical thing. And so let's go into the practical things. Uh, Wes, we, we spent you know the last three, four weeks talking about this idea, which can be kind of cerebral, kind of in your head. Uh, sort of, you know, not practical in some ways. We want to try to make it as practical as we can. Uh, I guess we have we have been practical in that we've talked about how to start your day and things like that. But let, let's bring it down to, okay, that's great. I want that in my life. But what are some things, like thing, that I could use to make my life smoother? Yep. Easier, more enjoyable, less frustrating, uh, what what let's so let's go ahead and dive in. What what are some of those things? And maybe you could start us off with an example of one. Yeah, no, I, I love this topic because having observed hundreds and hundreds of advisor practices and audited those, yeah, uh, it's just really easy to look at the way someone's making progress in life and and going. Do you know that that's unnecessarily complicated and hard? The way you're, <laughs> you're doing that, and and sometimes sometimes when a new idea gets presented to me. And it's like, and I try it on all of a sudden, I'm like, why haven't I been doing this for the last 15 years? Why am I making this? You know, it's, it's, this balance. it's this balance of, oh my gosh, that's amazing. Balanced by, oh crap, why did I not, how yeah. much time have I wasted, right? Yeah. I mean, it's like, I've been climbing Mount Everest with ankle weights. And why was I doing that? You don't have to wear ankle Oh, you don't need to wear ankle weights? Oh, yeah. yeah. So, so these are little things, like a lot of these um I say they're little things, but these are a big deal. Like the things we're going to talk about today and the very practical tools and, yeah. and, and technology and things that we want to use. When people put them on, it just, I've seen countless advisor practices go, man, I wish you'd have told me that sooner. Yeah, I yeah. wish I would have tried that sooner. It's kind of like we like to do with our clients. That is the response we get when we see people put these in into practice. Right. So let's get real practical. And then Justin, I want you to chime in. Uh, about how you're using some of these as well. So um, jump in wherever you like. But uh, Wes, go ahead and start. Give us the first one. What is it and why does it make life better? Yeah, so so this one uh, is is Calendly. 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 That's right. Calendly. That's right. L-Y. Okay. And so this is not new technology by any means. Uh, however, it's going to be new to it's going to be new to a lot of people. Yeah, yeah, and it had existed for a long time, and for some reason, uh, we didn't start using this till about two years ago. 
And it was one of these things, Andy, that after we did, I said, why haven't we been using this? <laughs> this is not brand new. And I knew about it. And it was one of those things that I just went, huh, okay, huh. Yeah. And then and then one day we said, hey, why don't we, why don't we try using this? And Calendly, just to give you an example of what it is, it, it, it is a calendar that um, it ties into your Outlook calendar. You get to set the parameters of when you will allow people to schedule meetings. Okay. So let's say I block off Monday and I block off Friday. Hold on, hold on. Off- I want to do. I want to do a fun one. I want to do okay. it. I, I use Calendly all the time. All right. So yeah. I want to give you a few different scenarios. Okay. Okay. And you'll know what I mean when I do this. This is not rehearsed. Okay. Wes, um, I email you out of nowhere, and I'm like, "Hey, I'm a friend of a friend, um, and I work for so and so company, and you're you're kind of getting a sales vibe from me, right? Yeah. Uh, do you have any time to meet?" Right. And you're like, well, he got the endorsement from my friend, but he sounds kind of salesy. What would your response to be to me uh, as it relates to your calendar and Calendly? What would you do to me? So I would say, great. No problem, because he's from a friend in this case. I'd say I'm going to I'm going to give you the opportunity to schedule a 15 minute call. Basically, he does. I'm not saying 15 minutes, but I'm going to give you a Calendly link to my calendar so we can block up time to have a quick conversation about the things. If I want to have 30 minutes with you. Then I, I send can't. you a different link. <laughs> right, I can't. The bottom line is I can't. Right? You can't. No, you can't. You can you control the atmosphere of engagement. Right. All right, here's another one. And, and I don't know if you've set these parameters up. I actually adjusted my calendar yesterday on Calendly to just had my assistant do it. But if I if I log in to that link, can I can I go schedule a meeting with you like 15 minutes from now? No, you cannot. No. So That's also right. you can set it so people can't set a meeting with you within you know, 24 hours or two hours or four hours of that moment. Cause right. we don't want someone to jump in there and go, Oh, he's free in 15 minutes. Cause you're not always looking at your calendar. Right. That's right. And you get to pick the spaces in between your meetings. So if someone scheduled a meeting, I'm not going to have a back to back unless I choose that. Right. It's, it's, that another person gets in, well, it's going to show the next available meeting is either 15 or 30, depending on how much time you want in your day to All schedule right. you it. You get to create some gaps. All right. Here's yeah. another one. A uh, long-term client, big client. We have, we have, some really important stuff to talk about. You want to have a meeting with me. What link would you set, send I'd me? I'd send him an hour strategy session link. And all of us are called strategy sessions, as we've talked about in the past, right. of, of, hey, Andy, here's a link to my calendar. Uh, pick a time that's convenient for you, and we'll, we'll have a strategy session around this idea. It's going to probably make a Zoom meeting by default. Automatically going to make right. a Zoom meeting. Integrate with your Zoom account to make a, a, a unique Zoom room link. Mm-hmm. And you're probably going to send them some email reminders from Calendly as well. That's right. Except I or no human capital gets involved in any of that. It just happens. Right. Which the back and forth of scheduling used to be, uh, I'm going to have Cheryl reach out to you and then Cheryl would reach out. They wouldn't answer and just email <laughs> five times, which would block right. off a bunch of time on the calendar. They go back and forth right. over and over again. And so it just we is all know the incredibly burden. We all know the nightmare. Here's yeah. another one I like to do because sometimes there's, there's, there's an appointment and you're like, I don't know exactly what they want to talk about. And so one of the things I do is, and most of the time I want to meet on Zoom is I'll say, hey, we're meeting on Zoom, but I need your, e- I need your phone number in, in case we have an issue. And so I always get the phone number, always get the phone number. And they know why I'm asking for the phone number. And then I also say, what is the topic? And there's usually five things they have to choose from. What, what is the topic of our meeting? What's the main? And they can choose more than one. And then uh, another is the end of every Calendly, uh, all of mine, it says, ask the question, what, what would make this meeting a success for you? And then so I always know what is their expectation of 
the time, what would make it really good. And then guess where I start the conversation with that? So let's let's get this. And they're like, yeah, let's do that. I'm like, there you go. Yeah, right. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, so anyway, that that that, that that's Calendly uh, subscription service integrates with my Google Calendar, Outlooks and so forth. Um, tons of different uh, options with Calendly. Um, yep. A lot of control. Um, yep. And for me, in, in our in our just ecosystem here, uh, Cheryl controls all the levers inside of Calendly for me. She knows when I want to have meetings, um, who, which, what, the short meetings, the long meetings, how much time I want in between. So yeah. she blocks things off that need to be blocked off. Everything is is like she's running that. Do you have a a, a link to or a connection to Outlook like I do with my Gmail, where yes. you can actually send them specific like. In the, in the message, it'll send them like, do you want to meet at 1230 or 11? Like it'll send them some options. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Correct. yeah. So it's got kind of a plug in. So they don't even have to click on a link to da, da, da. Like you can send them an email message that has like, you can, we can meet at 11, 1130 or noon. And they click yeah. right on that and it selects it. And, and Andy, one of the things I want to point out here, because I, I know some people listening right now are going, do we really, does this deserve this much time in conversation with us talking about it? Oh my gosh, absolutely. I, I just need to say the amount of time and administrative burden that that you, you'll get in your day and go, well, how was today? I was just so busy. I was so busy. But were you busy doing productive things? And let me just tell you, scheduling appointments you physically doing it back and forth is not productive. Getting them scheduled is productive. This yeah. is a tool that's going to enhance your ability to do it and just cut out a ton of administrative burden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I would say this too. Um, I, I just don't think about it. There's a, there's no mental energy that goes towards meeting times other than I do give people the choice to say, do you want to meet by phone or Zoom? But it always makes a Zoom meeting. So sometimes I'll jump in the Zoom room and I'll be like, oh, shoot, they wanted to meet by phone. But that's that's an Andy problem, not a Calendly problem. Yes. So, uh, <laughs> worth every worth every penny. Um, what else we got? Yeah, so uh, let's let's go down our list here. Uh, I want to talk about something we call headline meetings. Headline, headline meetings. meetings. I don't know what that is. So let me let me explain to you what this is. So this is on Tuesday, Wednesday, um, and, and, and different on Thursday. But let's just say Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. We have what we call a daily headline meeting. So that is at a, a time that works for our organization. We, we usually do it at uh, 8.45. And, and what this is, it is every person that's a part of our organization. We spend 15 minutes on the, on the call going around, say, asking questions and, and, and asking about things that we need from everybody else. So let me tell you what this does. So Monday is a prep day for me. And as I go through my Monday, I have questions that come up that I need answers from different people on our team. Um, there is almost nothing, almost nothing that I can't wait till 845 tomorrow morning to, to find out. Uh, and and if, I, if that's an exception, I can certainly make an exception and, and, and call them. But I just put it in that daily headline meeting. And here's what that cuts down on, Andy. Yeah. That cuts down on 12 emails that back and forth for me to uh, my team member who's focused on doing whatever it is they're doing. It cuts down on a phone call or a text message or whatever it might be that just interrupts the flow of the day for those people. Because when everybody knows, everybody's going to be on the call tomorrow morning at 845. And in 15 minutes, we can go around the room. It enables me to keep my focus on whatever activities I'm in for that given day. And I know I'm going to get my answer. So this is not exhaustive. This is a really quick headline. Usually it doesn't even take 15 minutes. But I will tell you. Justin, can you give me an example of... Like what this, I, mean, I guess I'm having a hard time around my head because it sounds like if 15 people needed one thing from one other person, that's 15, I don't know, maybe multiply that. Like that's a lot. So like, how, 
give me a practical example of why a headline meeting would help you or, or, or keep you focused or what, what it would produce. Yeah. So as we was talking about, we're doing our meeting prep on, on Monday for the coming week. And we know that we have some applications that are still in processing or we're waiting for updates on that stuff. Instead okay. of me going in one off, trying to go through all those and in separate emails, capture all of that in a quick, you know, one, one minute, two minute conversation with whoever was running it down from, from our team, right? Like I get a quick update on those on what's expected to be delivered. And then I can plug that into the rest of my week. And then it makes it substantially easier and it doesn't interrupt as Wes was talking about whatever I'm doing. Right, I've got time dedicated to when I'm going to get the answers and be able to respond and, and react accordingly because I know I'm getting the answers in the next morning. Okay. All right. So all hands on deck meeting and it's a headline meeting because it's not the full story. It's just the headlines. That's right. Love it. Love it. What else we got? So I want to talk about notability. Notability. Oh, we got to spell that because people are going to spell it wrong. Because right. it's, if it's cool, it's got to be spelled wrong, right? That's right. Uh, like Lyft, right? You know. Uh, so notability, N O T A B I L I T Y. Notability. It is. It is a. Uh, there, it is a Mac app. It is an uh, iOS app. Do they have a PC version yet or no? They do. They okay. Do. All right. All right. Good. Good. Uh, so why is it great? It sounds like it relates to notes. Notes are pretty simple. How is it better? Yeah, so let me let me walk through a couple applications of notability. So one is I can get something sent to me that I need to sign in an attachment on my iPad. I can open that attachment inside of notability. I can sign it and I can immediately send it back. Or if it's a document I need to review, I can open that from that attachment in notability and I can highlight, I can circle, I can star, ask questions, and right. then immediately send that back to whoever I want and say, hey, this is, these are questions I had about it, or here's my thoughts on it. Uh, that's one application. Another application is when I'm having my uh, a strategy session with a client, let's say it's a, it's a first a location-based strategy session, and I need to take notes. Well, I've got a iPad fact finder in Notability with margin notes. It's a, it's a PDF that I've created with margin notes off to the left to remind me to get all the information that I need for that question or for that, that meeting. So I'm, I'm making notes. I'm putting them electronically in there. I can reorder those things around. Uh, and when I'm done, I can highlight stuff. And then when I'm done, I can upload it to a server or I can email it to uh, someone else on our team to go ahead and create an initial analysis from that. So I don't have a yellow pad rolling around the backseat of a car for you know three days before they actually get it to the next stage of the process. Um, the other thing you can do, Andy, and this is this is maybe the most valuable use to our practice. Yeah, is you can whiteboard. So I spend you know ninety percent of the time in meetings I will have a whiteboard, and and you know because I am we are one hundred percent remote office. Right. Uh, most of my meetings happen via Zoom. So they're remote. So when I want to demonstrate a concept or an idea visually, I will I will airplay notability up to my my Zoom screen, my computer screen that we're all looking at each other now. Mm -hmm. And in that pro same process, I can then pull up a, a whiteboard and I can draw stuff out. Cool thing, Andy, if I want to draw a circle, notability will draw a perfect circle. If I want to draw an arrow, it draws a perfect arrow. Right. And the way it does that is you're going to draw your imperfect circle and then hold it. And the app is smart enough to go, that kind of looks like a circle. We're going to make it perfect. 
But that kind of looks like an error. That kind of looks like a box. That kind of, so it'll it'll correct it for you once you know how to, to use it you, well. And you don't have to switch to the circle tool. You don't have to switch right. to the whatever. You just draw. Right. Yeah. And, and the, the other part, too, is when you're done, when you're done with that meeting, you've got like an electronic copy of the whiteboard that you discussed with that particular client that you can then just have uploaded to their file. So you you always have this running uh, a visual of what you've been discussing in past meetings, um, like right there to recap it. Right. And again, the notability function or, or, or power, I think, is that the, the, I, I don't know of a greater tool on the planet to write electronically, draw electronically, communicate electronically you know, via pen because of the Apple Pencil, because of the, the, the sensitivity. And again, I, I think there's surface, surface tablets out there that do that. I just, I just haven't used those. Um, but portability and and battery power and, and, and just consistency and uh, the iPad, right? I mean, I have told people, like, you know, again, working with lots of different advisors, it's like, well, what da, 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 da. And I go, dude, just spend $800 and go buy a friggin' iPad and yep. get notability. It's a $10 program, yep. <laughs> you know, uh, and, and it's probably worth 500 You know what I mean? Just right. get it, you know, um, and, and then start using it. And, and it will pay for itself because one client is like, dang, this is really slick. You know, like, yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah. Right? So notability for the win. Um, what else do you think you want to talk about? Yeah. So let, let's talk about some other practical things here. I, w- I want to talk about meeting notes and strategy summaries. And, and in previous times, you may have caught us talking about some of these. But let me tell you, I've audited hundreds and hundreds of advisor practices. I don't care how much I've talked about it. It's like one of those things that apparently advisors think this is good for other people. Because here's what happens is... <laughs> We're advisors, so we're like on to the next thing. We finish one meeting and we're like, okay, we got all these to-dos, all these outcomes. There is nothing more important. And, and now if you're like me, I would really recommend you have another person in all your meetings. And we can talk about the, how that's a game changer as well at some point. But when you're done, someone, and if you're the only one in the meeting, it needs to be you or you need to call someone on the phone right then, have them do meeting notes. And what meeting notes are, are, hey, here's the kind of meeting it was. And here's what we talked about. And here are the outcomes. Here's what needs to be done as a result of this meeting. Here are the next steps. Right. Because if you wait until, you know, Friday to go, weren't we the, the Smiths? Weren't we doing something with those guys? What, what was in play? And listen, I get it. Advisor, you're on to the next thing. But this is so mission critical that it get done as close to the origin of the meeting as possible because you're just going to have a nice running stream of meeting notes because you might remember it for a week even. But you know what? Next year when you're having another meeting with them, it's really nice to be able to go back and refer back to those meeting notes. And, and here's the biggest part. The to-dos will translate to something else we do, which is called strategy summaries. Strategy summaries, we started doing these really intently about 24 or 36 months ago. And I'll tell you, this is simply a, strat- a summary that every single client has that has, here's the in-process things we're working on. Here's the upcoming, the yellow. And then here is the uh, on hold, the red. Upcoming is going to be the things right now are in play and who's responsible for it and who's waiting, who are we waiting on for it? And then right. here's the upcoming is things that, hey, we're waiting on something, but it's it's yellow. Once once the, something else happens, we're going to do this. And right. red is like, we're, we have to wait for time to go by. Maybe it's the end of year tax uh, review or something like that. And right. it's not at the end of the year yet. So yeah. having that, any and, and, and the way we work it is every single month, our client is going to see that. And what that does for the client is help them understand where am I in my financial journey, the things we're working on together, yeah. and who's responsible, and, and, and am I dragging, am I dragging my feet? Do I need to do something? Right. 
And it helps the advisor to go, is anything falling through the cracks? Because I don't like feeling like stuff's falling through the cracks. And when you can have a project manager that their whole goal, their, their whole job is to make sure that the strategy summary gets updated, at least on some monthly frequency, some, in some cases, maybe biweekly. I'm going to tell you, it just clears up a lot of that confusion that runs around in your head. You trying to remember all the projects that you have ongoing. And when you're going to do something about it, it puts in a reliable system. It's going to come back to you and keep you informed and keep the client informed and make sure stuff gets done. Awesome. Uh, you know, well, it's funny. I think that because there aren't sort of the immediate consequences of not tracking this is a reason people don't track it. I mean, I think about this and Justin, I don't know if you've ever been on an aircraft carrier. Have you ever been on an aircraft carrier? No. All right. All right. Well, you know, I, I, I may, or maybe you can't tell me, you know, without, you know, compromising, but, but, um, but I think about, uh, you know, when you're on an aircraft carrier, you know, they've got, they've got to pull this line to like when the plane lands to like hook. Right. And if you don't have the line, then the plane just sort of like lands and like, doesn't get hooked. Like, like the person, my point is the person who has to pull the line and set that. So the plane gets hooked and like lands and stays on the boat. That's not optional. Like, I'm pretty sure they have a system for that, right? Or like right. the pilot who like tests things, you know, uh, you know, or like before you're going to jump out of a helicopter, like there are certain checks that you have in place. So that like, and I shouldn't joke about this because people have died doing it. But like, yeah, like, am I hooked in? And, and you know, like, and, but with this, for some reason, it's like you can have a meeting and people don't know who's going to do what next. Or if they do, they don't document it. So, again, I think it's because it's not an immediate urgent issue. Justin, let me ask you, um, when, it, when it comes to a customer service perspective, how do customers react after you've had a meeting and then you follow up with, hey, here's the four things we're going to do and here's the six things I need you to do? What, what's, what kind of feedback do you get from clients after that versus just sort of having a meeting and not hearing back? Uh, I've always had great feedback from that. So getting getting something down in an email that's concise, especially after you just had like an hour conversation or you had multiple yeah. And now you're actually starting to move forward. Like it's easy for clients to just be like, I guess we're good, right? Like, I guess they're going to let me know if I need to do something. Right. Being able to break it down, like, hey, very clearly, here's your, the three primary like action steps that I need you to, to be working on and focused on right now. It just helps everybody involved because then I know who's waiting on who, what I need to do to, to keep moving forward. And then when I'm expecting to engage again on this uh, and then for them, they love it because it's not this laundry list of, of things that they just aren't going to get to. Cause that's the other thing when you over inundate somebody like, Hey, there's this, this list of a million different things. Yeah. Yeah. It just, it just doesn't happen. Right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, right, right. Yeah. yeah. That motive. I'm going to keep kicking this can down the road. Yeah. And, and it is a bit of an art science deal. Andy, I'd say, so in everything in life, this is no different. Um, you have your early adopters, your people that I think they wait at their computer for our strategy summary to come through because as soon as it comes in, they immediately respond. And it's like, yes, now that is a minority, right? We right. do have those. Right. Then you get the other side, the far other side that I don't, others short of like showing up to their house and saying, right. you've got to do this one thing. They are, they are the laggards. Now, those are also the minority. Most people are some version of in between those two. Right. But the deal is when people are, are like lagging and we watch it. And so when they're lagging and unresponsive, you right. can then use different strategies and tactics to help them make progress, uh, including phone calls and conversations. Love Most it. people are eventually going to get it done, though. And, and, they're, and they're aware if they're the, if they're the short, like if they're the, the, like the weak link in the chain of operational yeah. 
Well, I think that one of the one of the good things about that, though, is that um, a very common reaction from clients who are not responding when they finally do respond is, I'm sorry. Right. Like, I'm sorry that I haven't been more responsive. I know this is on me. So when things get held up, most mature adults are going to say, hey, you guys, you know, I just been busy, man. I mean, you know, I coach yep. baseball or, you know, we had a health issue or I mean, things are crazy at work. So as long as you do your part, right, as right. the advisor to continue to just prompt. Um, and, and I do think there there comes a point where you say, you know, you're you're paying us to serve you. We can't do anything right now until you, yes. you know, call the place back to schedule you or whatever. You know what I mean? Or, right. or we. So at some point you do lean in and say, listen, because I care about you, because I'm trying to do do right by you and you're paying me for this, like you do need to get us the stuff back. But ultimately, if they don't, you know, that's on them, right? Yeah, everybody's aware and 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 everybody's conscious of who who's slowing things down. It's never going to. I always tell our team, it never needs to be us. That's that's the number one. Right, 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 right. No, that that's great. So so I want I want to move on to this one because this one is maybe one of my favorite on the list uh, that we have next, and and it is something everybody's familiar with. It is YouTube, YouTube. And, and I'll tell you why this is my favorite, because I, t- so you, as you know, we teach a class a couple times a year uh, on, on how we are approached to the business of holistic fee-based financial planning. And in, in that, I, I frequently will demonstrate certain technologies and, and things because it's how we do our work. One of the things I get every single year is, Wes, wow, how did you get so good at technology? Like you, I'm, not, I'm just not as technologically inclined as you, Wes. Right. And I said, oh, because I know how to go to YouTube. That's yeah. how I got good. So if I want to do, like when I wanted to learn how to airplay my my iPad to my computer screen during a Zoom, because I thought that'd be a good thing to know. I went to YouTube and I typed it in. And you know what? There was a 12-year-old that did a great job explaining to me exactly how that can occur. Uh, yep, yep. So, yep. so from, a, from a technology standpoint, like if I have a question about how to do something, sometimes concepts, ideas, I want to learn how to explain something better that yeah. I'm a little fuzzy on. Yeah, I go to YouTube and I type it in and I watch. Yeah, I know. Listen, I, I I'm not an advisor. I was many many years ago, um, and figured out that's not that's not my jam. But um, but but I, I will say this: the, YouTube decided the other day that it wanted to teach me about or show me a video about a gentleman teaching me about sort of the three potential tax benefits of you of using an HSA, specifically not using an HSA, like overfunding and never using it. And I was like, yeah. Huh? Like 15 minutes. I'm like, okay. And, and the next day I walk in the office and I'm talking with Chris, who's right across the, the wall from me. And I go, hey, have you ever heard about this thing with the HSA? And he goes, oh, yeah. And I was like, so it's this, this, this. He goes, oh, yeah. And I'm like, I just, I understand that. Like, it, and you're, I, like you're like Neo in the Matrix. You got plugged it, in. You got this download. I was like, it took me 15 minutes. And I'm not, this is not my forte. You know, like, and my yeah. point being, it's out there. It's, it's out, out there. there. It's out there. It's out. You don't have to get in up, get on. A, I know sometimes you should get on a plane, but right. you don't have to go sit through some boring friggin' training and da da da. Like, you know, and that's the other thing. Like this guy's video, like it was entertaining. The lighting was good. I was like, and he's just happy to teach because he wants the views. He wants to make yep. the YouTube money, right? Well, and in our in our office, Andy, one of the things it's like a pet peeve, and and we try and catch each other on this all the time is if somebody says, "I don't know how to do that." Our, our, you got to add a word to that. I don't know how to do that yet. Right. And, and, you know, most of the time, whatever it is, you don't know how to do yet. 
you go to YouTube and type it in. Somebody knows how to do it and they're going to teach you right there. So there's just, I I would say so many things, people who like give up on wrestling with a problem or a way forward. If you just go to YouTube or or we get this all the time, teach go, Hey, can we schedule a meeting with you to show me how to airplay my, my screen to the, I'm like, actually I'll, you can do it at any time you want. Here's a link to this 12 year old. That's going to do a great job teaching you this. Yeah. 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 And it it is, you can't, you can't, well, you can do this for some people. Yeah. I don't, don't do it with clients. You could do it with coworkers if you have a good relationship. But that, uh, was it let, that sign? It's like, let me Google that for you. Let me Google that for you. <laughs> yeah. I think that, and I think it's let me Google that for you.com or something like that. Yeah. But basically, you put in a term in Google and then you send them a link. Yeah. There's a bunch of funny videos on YouTube about that. About so you that, can watch yeah. them there. But, it, but it's a service that basically says, like, here's how to type it into Google. It's super passive aggressive, sarcastic. Um, which is why I knew you would know about it and appreciate yeah, it, Wes. Absolutely. Absolutely. No, I, <laughs> I, I love it. I love it. So, so moving on. Yeah. I think a couple, couple others, and, and then we're going to wrap here with, with one that I think is really powerful. Um, narratives checklist is, is one I want to talk about. So if you think about this, Andy, there, there are hundreds of thousands of combination of financial planning, tax planning, estate planning, investment strategy ideas. Sure. There are. It's absolutely unlimited. So one of the things that we found to be so beneficial to uh, our, our ability and capacity and effectiveness with, with being a lead advisor with clients is when we're in our, our Monday planning session. So Justin, me, Cody, Steph, we're, we're in there and we're, we're thinking through, okay, we've got these you know meetings coming up in the next two weeks. In addition to the normal stuff we talk about, what other things may be relevant in light of where this client happens to be? So you've got a couple options, Andy. You can you can begin the process of trying to recall a list of endless ideas in your brain. And most advisors have a pretty good list that, that's sitting there of going, okay, there's this. No, not that one. What about this? There's not that one. Or here's something that really you can use your brain for something more effective. You can use your creative energy on your brain, not to store a list of ideas. And you can actually create a list of ideas. That you that sit on the computer screen next to you, that as you're thinking through this client, I just glance over and we've got hundreds of ideas on this list that I can quickly go, yeah, okay, boom, 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 boom. This applies, yeah. this applies, this doesn't. And I can create a couple extra sub bullets so I remember to talk about them in the meeting yeah. instead of me using my energy because recall energy, it, it burns calories. Yeah, it, it's, it's, it's truly incomparable. It, it is yeah. truly incomparable to it's, it's the difference between, and again, you know, you can imagine people have to do this. It's a difference between someone dropping off a load of bricks and saying, build a wall and someone saying, well, here's some water, and here's some mud and, and I need a wall. It's like, oh, I got to make yes. the bricks. Yeah. And then you need to like, let them dry in the sun. And then, um, and, and then you can make the wall. Like, yeah. can, well, I get some bricks? can I just get some bricks, you know, and, and, yeah. but it's, it's, it's a question of, well, but if you have not assembled them, all right, you know, like that's right. You're, you're making it. You're you're spending energy on the wrong things, and you are. And, and, and you so are finite. Spend your energy one time and document them, and then create your own little, you know, database. Yeah, and here's the deal: we get to the end of a planning day, like the, and, you know, we're prepping for lots of clients, and and so I'm going to be tired anyway, and I'm using my creative energy, which is a way better way to use it because I'm glancing at the list. If I have to recall the list. One, I'm not going to remember everything. You just won't, I, especially that last client you're prepping for. 
You need a list to do a good job re- making sure that you've got all the ideas necessary for that client. Well, I'll tell you what, pilots don't wing it, no pun intended. They're not like, oh, I think I know the pre- pre-fight checklist. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, I Justin, when you were in the service, it wasn't like, hey, guys, we're going to go over the mission one more time. No, we got it, Sarge. We're good. You know, we're like, no, we're fine. No, no, we're going to go over it one more time. All right. So, Justin, maybe give me an example of when or how do you do you have the list with you in a meeting? Like, how, is it just a big bolted list? So, yeah, we. I may have it up in the meeting, but most of the time I use it in my prep. Right. Like, right. I'm looking right. at a client, especially because we have meeting notes from the meeting. I didn't have time right after that meeting. I know I have time scheduled on that following Monday to start doing my prep. Right. That's when I'm pulling it up and I'm not spending a lot of time going back through or potentially missing stuff that was relevant to that potential client. Right. Like I quickly can go down the list and say, all right, what's relevant to this meeting I'm about to have for this specific client? And then it narrows it down and I can and really customize it. And again, what would normally take me forever or I'd get in a meeting and be thinking of something like in the moment. Right. Like and you're trying to pivot. Yeah. Yeah. That can happen. I mean, that can happen. But 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 you would rather have a game plan. Right. Absolutely. You, you prepare. I mean, you, you want that ability to shoot from your hip. And I think that's the biggest thing you talk about the military time. Right. Like you, you get really, really, really good at the basics, which gives you the ability to flex in the moment because I can actually be present in the moment because I'm not thinking about that stuff. Yeah. Love it. Cool. I want to end on these two. Any um, I want to talk about podcasts and I want to talk about community. So. Um, Here's what I mean by podcast. So these days, you can get a wealth of knowledge, uh, a wealth of useful thinking, uh, powerful, useful ideas, both specific to the industry, but specific to life, just living good life. Yeah. And it's free. And it's out there every week, fresh new ideas with phenomenal communicators all across the country yeah. that you would have to pay you know, tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars to be in a room with to get the same knowledge. So I'm going to tell you to to not have a diet of weekly podcasts. Yeah. You are getting good data in your head. I I think you're doing yourself a massive disservice in your capacity to to operate in life. Wes, I think that there's a, I'm going to give a sort of tip on this tip. I think that one of the major obstacles that people have with podcasts is they're not using a good tool to curate their podcasts. So I don't know. What do you use to listen to your podcast, Wes? All of mine are on Apple. And and so every week I get the fresh ones that are coming in to my right. to my corridor. And then I can go back and listen uh, to those. And I, I listen to pretty much the same ones every week. Unless I've got some that are, you know, depending on the topic, I may right. listen, I may not. Right. But but some are just every week. I know they're going to put out good stuff. So I, I, that's you what I turn use. Turn on notifications for those. You can say, hey, I want them to automatically download or not. Yep. Right. Um, you can, I don't know if you can do this in yours, but um, you, you can, I think you can adjust the speed, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, so there's some that it's very rare. There's a podcast that I have to listen to at regular speed. There's some I can listen to at 1.5, which is crazy, but these people talk so slow that it, it's fine. Ours is probably given the way we speak in our cadence is probably like a 1.2 or something like that. Yeah. But like the idea of like, hey, I can speed this up a little bit, you know? Um, but the other one is I use a, I use one called pocket cast, C-A-T-S, uh, S-T-S, sorry, pocket cast. And, uh, and there's some other ones that I know that the intro is always a minute and a half. And so I have it start at a minute and a half. So I don't even have to like worry about the intro every time. Right. There's other ones you can pre-program to go forward by 30 seconds 
or 15 seconds or so on and so forth. Um, so there's just, just find a great tool for that. And the other is just because you subscribe to them, it's not like a magazine when you're like, man, they printed and they kill a tree. I feel obligated to, to read this thing. No, it's just, it's just content. So, you know, you don't, I, I, my suggestion is to put them in folders if you can, and then subscribe to a bunch of them. Yeah. You know, I, I, we'll, we'll include like some of the ones we really like in the show notes, just some of the, the great ones, you know, there's, there's a million specific to our industry. I mean, uh, you know, there's, there's a litany of them getting great at taxes. Um, Andy, do, do you know a guy named Sten Morgan? I, I've heard of a guy named Sten because he has a funny name. Yeah, that's right. That's right. He is uh, devastatingly handsome, uh, but he, he actually has a podcast and uh, you actually have been on it. Maybe I have been on virtually every episode. Yeah, yeah virtually every episode. But it is becoming an elite financial advisor. But that, it's a great podcast. And if you just get great knowledge from it, you, you get like uh, Mike Dezeshek. Uh He's got a the small business tax savings podcast. Um uh, you you know North Point Community Church, Andy Stanley. There, there, uh, Seth Godin has has a, a great podcast. You know. Yep. Yeah, we will list. We'll we'll make a list of just a handful of great ones that we like, and you can just check them out. See if it's something that resonates with you. And of course, this one, the From Busy to Rich podcast. You're you're a genius because you're listening to this right now. Um, so. They're already subscribed. They've already left a review. Every right. single person. Listen to my voice is completely guilt free because we've given them value, and then in return, they've just taken a couple minutes to leave a review on Apple, and That's I sweet. and we just can't pre- we can't say thank you enough. Wouldn't it be funny if NPR did that or like all the fundraising or the pastor at your church? We just want yeah. to thank you in advance for your gift because I know every single one of you. You know, anyway, we joke, but we really do. Appreciate yeah. If you've left a review, um, and if you if you haven't, we know who you are. I'm just kidding. We don't know who you are. Um, so yeah, I love podcasts. What's the last one you want to mention? Well, we want to land the plane here with with uh, one other uh, idea that I don't I don't think really gets enough uh attention on its value and that and that is under this idea of community uh community and and i want to talk a little bit about we'll talk a little bit in variety of different things but i can tell you this that um community from a standpoint of who are you doing life with both both in your tribe like your local tribe so like our our work community as an example we spend a lot of time trying to make sure we have a healthy community that doesn't mean everybody agrees it doesn't mean everybody always sees eye to eye but it means we have environments where we're trying to foster a connection there that's that's not just about like hey we, we do good work and we get a lot of good stuff done and that's important and we do do all those things but we also just want to be an environment where people want to spend time together yeah. And where we talk about things that matter in lives and we get to know each other, you know, our, our one of the ways we foster community in addition to the normal things in our in our business is we have uh, every week something called character development. And, and it's a we usually spend about 30 minutes on it. And it's it's some book that we're going through together or a podcast that we listen to or, uh, you know, a series that we think is going to be useful. And, it, and it, it's all over the map. It's some very specific industry stuff and some stuff, just how to live a better life, be a better dad, mom, parent, friend, um, right. things, your own mental health. You know, how are you navigating that? And what we notice is you just, when you spend time with people like that, it, it's more than just, these are people I work with. It, it, it becomes a, these are people I'm doing life with. And, and you want to, because here's the deal, you're doing life with people that you're working with, whether you like it or not. And yeah. you might as well figure out ways to like it, you know, to, to, to where everybody's moving the same targets. So that's one aspect of community. Well, I, I want to ask about 
you know, I've been a part of, you know, online marketing for 15 years now. And I think one of the things that is, is difficult is, is that people will say, hey, you know, pay us X amount of dollars and, and you'll get this community. And I, and I think there's there's validity to that. You know, I, I'm a part of a business that creates that mm-hmm. uh, at Elite Advisor Network. But I think that it's important to ask certain questions if you're going to be part of a paid community. What, what would be a couple of questions you would ask? Uh, well, one, who's in it? Right. What kind of people are showing up? Because I want to make sure this is community that I think we can help each other get to the next level of of where we're trying to go. Yeah. So, you know, in other words, I'm I'm probably I mean, I'm a financial advisor. I I run a financial planning company. So it would make a lot of sense for some of the communities I'm a part of, which I'm also a part of the lead advisor network of other advisors trying to do the same thing I'm doing that have different perspectives and ideas and ways forward to in order to do that. It probably wouldn't serve me as much to join a community of plumbers, you know, but if I was a plumber, I'd probably want to figure out a good community of plumbers that are trying to take it to the next level. So I think who, who's a part of it would yeah. be one, one question I would ask. Yeah. Yeah. And I also think that um, there, the, if a community doesn't ask anything of you, I don't think it's a very good community. Yeah. So I think that's another question is to say, like, is it just is it just I can just show up and I don't have to do anything? That yeah. sounds appealing from a consumer standpoint, but you're losing the wisdom of all the other people in the community. Yeah. This, this is a fundamental problem with unhealthy organizations is they sit at the feet of one person or two people. Yep. That's not a healthy, that's a whole lot of people uh, not using their gifts. That's right. right. So I, I and, and I think most communities are frankly set up that way. And that's why they're missing out on a lot of value. So find a community that, that needs you as well. Yeah. And, and I think too, Andy, I think there's, there's, good ways to interact with a, a healthy community. I mean, one, and, and this is just where technology comes in again, is, uh, as you know, through the Elite Advisor Network, we, we have uh, calls, we are Zooms, yeah. where we're talking about a topic or an idea, and that's either a general idea and people comment on it. We break into little breakout rooms and kind of tear ideas up. And and always you, le- you leave with a better a better thought process or a better idea there. And then on occasion, it's just, it's just more fun to get together. It's just more fun to like get on an airplane, show yeah. up in an environment. We're getting we're going to do that in January, right? And yeah. for the yeah. advisor network, and and be in the same room for a day with people that you've been you know touching base with, you know, a few times a month at yeah. least, and uh, and always you leave there with with new good useful ways forward, new good ideas. Yeah. Um, oftentimes, some of my uh, people that are part of our organization now came. Because I met them in community. Yeah. It wouldn't have happened if I'd not made that effort to like hang out in those in those spots. So I just know good things happen when you when you can get in a a direction of uh, a, a, a community that's headed in a specific direction right. with people that are like wanting to get to the next level just like you are. Well, let me wrap with that and 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 land on this uh, last point you made, which is that you, you use a term headed in a specific direction, right? And, and I, it is fair to say and ask the question, what's the point? Where are we going? What's, you know, how, how is this going to make me better on a really practical level? Uh, that's the desire with this show. It's a desire that, you know, I have in my own business and I know you have with yours. It, it's, it's not, hey, uh, we're not here just to kind of be buddies and hang out. You know, you wouldn't say that to a client. It's, you know, we want to help you reach a destination. We want to help you see measured improvement in your life uh, in your accounts, whatever that might be. 
So that's healthy community. Healthy community, I think, loves you as you are, but doesn't, but loves you enough not to stay that way. Right. right? right. It helps it helps you get better. Right. Uh, and, and so I think it's, it's a good, healthy question to say, okay, but how am I going to be better through this community? Uh, and then how can I help the community get better? And I think that that's, that's a, that's a, a worthwhile question. If they don't have a good answer, uh, run. Absolutely. <laughs> right. right. Uh, well, Wes, uh, Justin, thank you for a ton of really practical, um, tools and we would love, uh, to, to hear from you, um, on what, what tools have, uh, have you used and, and how that's been helpful. So, um, uh, again, we also appreciate, uh, reviews, uh, Frankly, because that's sort of the main currency that uh, a lot of the, the podcasts, whether it's Spotify, you can leave stars or uh, on Apple, you can uh, leave an actual review. That, that's how they figure out, OK, do people really care? <laughs> right? Yeah. Are people really being affected by this? So, um, yeah, as specific as you can, we'd love your feedback on that. Uh, and gentlemen, thank you for your time. 